right, here we go. Good evening, everybody. Today's daf is daf Ayin Zion, page seventy-seven in the Heligah Meseches in the Darim. We pick up from the very top, Tanan Hosam. All right, we're picking up from Tanan Hosam. Fascinating sugya today. It's going to be focused on removing the Darim on Shabbos. Actually, the last Mishnah in Meseches Shabbos. But uh, is it permitted to remove a vow on Shabbos? What are the circumstances? And really, it's a whole sugya in and of itself that's fit for Meseches Shabbos, but the, the overarching idea over here is is that on Shabbos, you're not supposed to do things that aren't connected to Shabbos. And the problem is that if I don't remove a vow through Hafara, then I might be outside the required 24-hour period if I wait till after Shabbos to do it. So it's kind of like a tzairich. And not only that, we'll add another layer to it to keep in mind that Chazal tell us it's actually a mitzvah to remove vows. So possibly the same way it's mutter, to make a pledge of money to tzedakah on Shabbos, even though in general we don't deal with finances on Shabbos, removing a vow would be okay, because even though it's considered your personal need, but maybe we said it's a mitzvah. So a mitzvah is allowed to do on Shabbos. So a lot of fascinating you know, concepts to keep in mind as as we go through this. So let's begin. The Mishnah says, Top of Ayin Zayin, but Aleph Tan Hosom, we learned in the Mishnah Masech Shabbos, Mafir in the Dorim B'Shabbos, you are allowed to remove a vow on Shabbos, and you're also allowed to go to a Chacham to ask him to remove a vow that is necessary Lekavet Shabbos. Okay. I made a vow that uh, I'm not going to drink wine. And it's Friday night. And I need I need wine for Kiddush. So uh, you're allowed to remove a vow on Shabbos when it is L'Tzairech Shabbos. Okay. So based upon this mission, they asked the question, searching for information. We say, you're allowed to remove a vow on Shabbos. Does it also mean for a Shabbos need, the same way by She'ela to a Chacham, that it has to be L'Tzarech Shabbos? Does Afara also need to be L'Tzarech Shabbos? Or maybe even if it's not a Tzarech Shabbos, it's allowed. Okay, now, as we explained in our introduction... What the what the overarching idea? Why would it be a problem? Well, it's not Shabbos dick. It's not needed for Shabbos. What? Why would it not be a problem? Maybe it's a mitzvah to to take care of this. So Gemara says, Tashma, come and listen. Let's try to answer the Shaila. Whether or not Mayfair on Shabbos is okay, only Litzayruk Shabbos or not. Didn't we learn in our Mishnah, let's say she made a vow, Mamish, like right before candle lighting on Shabbos. He can remove it for her, he can remove the vow only for those 18 minutes. You're never going to say that when it's Tzayruk Shabbos, you can remove it even on Shabbos. Guess what? Why are we saying that you can remove the vow only when it gets dark? Even if it's the middle of the day, you shouldn't be allowed to remove it. It's not on Shabbos. We're assuming now it means on Shabbos itself. Says the Gemara, no. I'll tell you, you, can't, you cannot bring a raya to the case of our Mishnah from this Bryce. You know why? Tanoihi. Because it's actually a machleikas tanoim, whether or not to be made for a neder on Shabbos is okay, shalai l'tzerach Shabbos. It's a machleikas. Where do you see this? Here we go. Hafaras nedarim kol hayan. You're allowed to be mefer a neder. Remember, we learned there's difference between hataras nedarim, which is removing a vow retroactively, initially, and hafar. Here we go with hafar. So hafaras nedarim kol hayan. Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon Amru. 
It's not that day. It's a 24-hour period. According to the opinion of our Mishnah, the Tanakhama, who says you only have that specific day, so if you made a vow at 4 p.m. and Shkia's at 4.57 like it was today in our city, he only has 57 minutes. So then, will allow to remove a vow even if it's Shabbos. You know why? Because if it's Shabbos afternoon and we don't allow you to remove it, well, we got a problem because then you're stuck with it. You're stuck. You'll be stuck with this vow indefinitely. You know why? Because even if she makes a vow on Shabbos, you'll have time after Shabbos doing it. If you have a time after Shabbos, you're not stuck doing it on Shabbos. And Mamela will say, yeah, uh, if a vow is, is needed, and you could do it when it's not Shabbos, you'd be obligated to do it when it's not Shabbos. So it's actually a machlekes tanaim. Fine. Very good. Bottom line is, we started with a shayla. The shayla is, when our Mishnah that we quoted says, Mefir Nadar B'Shabbos, what happens if it's Shalai L'Tzarech Shabbos? And the Gemara is answering, it depends what you hold, whether, uh, how long a vow could be removed, whether it's only Kalayim or Me'eslais. Gavaldik. Fine. V'nisham L'Nadarim Shehein L'Tzarech Shabbos. You're allowed to go to a Chacham and ask him to release you from a vow on Shabbos, even if, I'm sorry, as long as it is L'Tzarech Shabbos. Okay, so again, it's Friday night, it's Shabbos day, you got to make Kiddush, your nether was, I'm not going to have wine, no wine for me, and now you want to fulfill your mitzvah, it's L'Tzarech Shabbos, so then we say, She'ilas Chacham. They ask the question, searching for information. What happens if there wasn't any time um, on Shabbos? Okay. Or does this mean, even when you had time? Not on Shabbos, I'm sorry. Uh, out of Shabbos. So like this. He had a, a vow. Now you could have removed the vow... Before Shabbos started. But you didn't. So when do we allow? It's a beautiful question. We said, you want to remove a vow, let's say, Shabbos, you could remove the vow. Says the Gemara, based upon the answer that we gave prior, that if you have an option to do it at a Shabbos, that's when you got to do it. So says the Gemara, even if you have a Tzayrach Shabbos, but if you were able to remove it before Shabbos started, why don't we tell the guy, you should have done it then. And not allow him to do it on Shabbos. And this is considered... Taking care of his own trachim. It was, it's his own loss. He should have done it prior to Shabbos. The Gemara says, Tashma, come and listen. There is the Kikalei Rabbanon. The Rabbanon were, is Dikuk. They connected themselves. The Rav Zutra, to the son of Rav Zutra, Braid the Rav Zaira, the son of Rav Zaira. So basically, the grandson of Rav Zaira. Afilu Benadarim, Shailahem Penai, And they allowed the removal of vows on Shabbos even when there was the ability to, even when there was the ability to remove the vow prior to Shabbos. They allowed that as well. Okay, so there you go. The question was, uh, does it apply, does removal of vow applies, does it apply anyway? Teretz says, doesn't matter. Even if you had time before Shabbos, you, as long as it's the Tzairuch Shabbos, if it's a Shabbos need, you have a right to remove the vow on Shabbos. Okay, here we go. Savar Yasef Lameim Arab Yasef thought to say, Nish'olim Nedarim B'Shabbos. You're allowed to go to a chacham and be, be mash il nadar, ask to have 
your neder removed on Shabbos. Biyachid mumcha in. This is uh, this is only true if you're going to a individual rabbi who's a mumcha who's an expert over here. However, b'shleisha had yaitas noy. Not if you're going to a full fledged bezdin on Shabbos. I'm sorry, Mishom de Mishazi Kadina. Because once you're bringing a Bezdin together, we have a problem. It looks like you're going to Din. So even though you're allowed to remove the actual vow, but now you got to, you know, on Shabbos, but now that you got to pull together a whole Bezdin, we know you're not, a court is not allowed to convene on Shabbos. So you're not allowed to do this either. Fine. Amalei Abaya Abaya says, Kivan the Sphere and Afilu Mohammed, since we hold that Ha Faras Nadorim. Could be done while standing. Okay. Now, what do you mean standing? It says beautiful. The Ron explains when you go to a regular bezdin, the halacha is the litigant stand and the bezdin sits. However, when you remove vows, there's no halacha, anybody has to sit. So he says, Shkayich, it looks like a court case, but why don't we just on Shabbos tell these three rabbis to stand up and it won't look like a court case? No court that you walk into has the rabbi standing. So I feel a bit craven. Even if they're relatives, if you look by it's not going to look like a court case. And Abaye says, um, therefore, it would be permitted to uh, be mashal neder even from three. Just make sure it doesn't look like a regular court that people could now come to think that such a you know that such a convening of court on Shabbos is allowed. Beautiful. Okay, straightforward. Gavaldik. Three separate sugyas again. The three topics. That we that we asked about the three shilas had to do with um, whether you're allowed to when you're allowed to be mefer is it only letzayruch shabbos and then we asked what happens if you if it's a tzayruch shabbos but it happened prior to shabbos and now the third idea was what happens if you need three people okay as opposed to just one mumch here we go amalei ravaba amaravuna marav ravaba quoted ravuna who quoted rav alachem if you're in Allah is your letter move of out even at night, says the Gemara of Amastis and he nudge Balay Shabbos. Why do why do we need these Amiras to quote each other to tell me that your letter move of out on Shabbos? The Mishnah talks about a case where she had a, a uh, neder removed on Friday night. That's a Mishnah. You don't need a Amaraim to tell us Allah that's previously known. So Mara says, Rather than giving us a psak. We know the Mishnah said it, he's giving us a psak. The psak is that you should go and and be mashil neder and have the neder removed at night. Did Rav actually pass him like this? He said to him, Ishtik. He didn't say it, but he's quiet. <laughs> so you were telling me that Rav was quiet? Now, when somebody's quiet upon hearing something, what does quiet mean? What does quiet mean? When you see something happening that you don't like, or you see something happening that you do like, either way, there's times where you're quiet. Sometimes you speak a kaida. Sometimes being quiet is like an ad, is an admittance, and sometimes it's saying uh, I'm unhappy with you. She so says you're going to tell me that Rav's silence was um, was because he agrees. Not necessarily so. Maybe it's because he's not happy. I shall see. I say, comrade. Or are you telling me that Shasei here is, uh, the Ron explains, make a lechayim. Shasei means drink. Yeah? yeah, yeah. When you have a good halacha, apparently back then, yeah? You, have a, you, you hear a good halacha, good halacha lemaisa. So it's, ah, that was beauty. Mach lechayim. Let's make a lechayim. Yeah? So maybe you're saying, Shasei, that maybe taka, 
you know, he, he's telling him to make a chaim. He's happy with it. So Amar Rav Ika Barovin is Dakiklei Rav Leraba that Rav connected himself to Rabba Bekituna de Bey Rav in the Kituna. Uh, the Rashi here explains Becheder Shal Beis Medrash. Apparently, they had like a side office of the Beis Medrash. While he was by himself standing at night. So it must be, if Rav did such a thing, he holds you could be Mefer and Neder at night. And hence, when he heard the halacha of the Mishnah quoted, that you're allowed, to, you're allowed to remove a vow at night, he was agreeing with that. And how do I know whether maybe his quietness was that he disagreed? No, because I know he, practically speaking, he went ahead and would remove people's vows at night. Okay. Amar Rav, Amar Rav Nachman, Halacha, the Halacha is, Neshal Madarm, Aymed Yechidi, Balayla, Ube Shabbos, Ube Kraim, you're allowed to ask for a She'ela, to have a neder removed, from somebody, either an individual, or a Bezdin, while they're standing, even if it's one individual, it could be at night, it could be on Shabbos, it could be relatives, the Bezdin themselves, could be relatives, of the one who wants to vow removed, and the Halacha also is, is that even if you had a chance, to remove the vow, Prior to Shabbos, if it's a Tzairach Shabbos, if it's a Shabbos need, you're allowed to have the vow removed. Okay. I made. We said that the vow, the She'elas Neder, the asking for the removal of a vow could be done, I made. Could be done while standing. Says Gemara, Bahatanya, but we learned in a price, so we're going to ask a question. Yarad Rebbe Gamliel ben Menachamar. There was a story where somebody came to Rav Gamliel. He wanted a vow removed. And Rav Gamliel got off his donkey, put on his talus, and he sat down and he removed the vow. It seems you need to sit down when removing a vow. And so the Gemara, Rav Gamliel, What happened was like this. Rav Gamliel held that it depends why the vow is being removed. If the vow is being removed because of charata, because charata, because there was uh, regret of the vow being made in the first place, then ubai iyune, in such a case where you're going to uproot it from the beginning, uh, the whole thing was a tice. Yeah, the whole thing was a mistake. It's a Torah. So now you, you got to look deep to make sure, get into the psychology of it, the psyche of it. So therefore, ahachi yoshav. We find that you want to dwell on a concept and learn something well. You can't be shifting back and forth. You got to be sitting and, and focusing and concentrating. And that's why he sat down. Rehulio sat down so he could focus and concentrate on the charata, the regret that this person was expressing. Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman says, um, in Paisa Beth Charata, uh, I'm sorry, in, yeah, Paisa Beth Charata, we do open a Pesach, we do make an opening and remove a vow through Harata, but this can even be done while standing. He disagrees with the amount of Iyun, the amount of focus that has to be there. And Memela, Halacha it seems we're walking away from this, that when it comes to, to the removal of a vow, the Bezdin does not have the obligation to sit. Now a practical Nafkamina, like we mentioned before, could be that if they sit, if they do need to sit, we might have a problem of Convening them on Shabbos because that's going to look like a Bezdin. Okay. Says the Gemara, a fascinating story. Amalei Rav of Nachman. Rav says to Rav Nachman, Did you see these Yidin come from Eretz Yisrael and tell us 
is the Kiku Le Rabbonon, the Rabbonon connected themselves with Bray, the Ravuna Baravin, the son of Ravuna Baravin, Visharavin Nidre. They removed his vows, Yomerle, and they said to him, Zil go uboi rachmi, and ask for mercy. Al nafshach, for your nefesh, you know why? Dichatos. Because you did an Avera. Meaning, go Davin, you did an Avera. Why did he do an Avera? These Tony, Ravdimi, Achua, the Ravsafra, Ravdimi, the, the Achua, the brother of Ravsafra, taught in the Brisa. Call Hanoidah, anybody makes a vow. Afal Pishu Mekaima, even if you keep your vow, Nikrachaite, as we learned. We don't like vows in Yiddishkeit. Anybody who makes a vow is called a chaita, you're called a sinner. So they said, yeah, remove your vow. But by the way, this that you made a vow, you got to go ask for a kapara. you got to go get an atonement. Amr of Zvid, Rav Zvid says, my crow, what's your source? If you remove the vow, meaning you never make a vow in the first place, then there's no sin. Not if you keep your vow. If you don't make a vow in the first place, then there's no avir. But let's say... You didn't withhold from making a vow, meaning you made a vow, even if you keep your vow. Ikochet. There's chet, there's sin connected. You set yourself up for uh, for a possible transgression, and even setting yourself up is called a chet, is called a sin. Okay. Now, what's the connection to Shabbos? Because this, you know, as, as we mentioned, we want to make sure that the Avaidah is to help people remove their nadar. And if it means doing it on Shabbos, we're going to allow the removal of vows on Shabbos. Certainly if it's a Tzarek Shabbos. Somebody says to his wife, listen to this. There's a woman who makes a vow. Chavra, listen to this case. It's beauty. A guy says to his wife, Any vow that you make, means I don't like it. I'm not happy with any vows that you make. Is that considered a nullification of a vow? I don't like when you make vows, he says. Ainza nader. Or he says, nah, it's, she makes it. He says, nah, it's not a vow. Not a vow. That's not a nullification of a vow. But him saying, I don't like your vows. Or him saying, it's not a vow, doesn't do anything. Doesn't remove the vow. He has to say, I am nullifying your vow. That's what he has to say. Listen to this. She makes a vow and he says, Yofe Osis. Oof. Yofe Osis. You did good. She makes a vow and he says, Ah, Gewaldik. Beauty. Or he says, Enkemaisech. Let me tell you, my dear Rebbitson, there's nobody who knows how to make a vow like you. Some people tell you, Oh, nobody makes challah like my wife. Some people say, Oh, nobody's as sweet as my. This guy says to his wife, he says, you are the best vow maker. You should start a business teaching people how to make vows. And if you if you would have made the vow, you know what? I, I would have even told you to go go make the vow. I would have put the vow on you. That's how happy I am. That's considered an establishment of the vow. Okay? So again... You have to be explicit when you remove the vow to say it's nullification. You can't just say, oh, I don't like that you make vows. No, you got to say I'm nullifying the vow or I'm, I'm removing the vow. When it comes to confirming a vow, as long as you show and you say that you're happy with it, that's a considered a confirmation. Time to go into the price. Let's say this. A person shouldn't say to his wife on Shabbos, the vow is mufer. 
devour his bottle the same way you would say on chayl, the same way you would do it during the week. Okay. Ella, rather, Aymar law, if it's Shabbos and you want to remove the vow, the husband should say to her, Taliva achli, take and eat. Taliva see, take and drink. Yeah, she said, I'm not going to drink wine, I'm not going to eat meat. He says, you know, go eat, go drink. And the nether is bottle. He also needs to say it in his heart. Meaning, when you do something on Shabbos, the beautiful concept that we've been learning in the Hilchas, you know, when we're going through the Hilchas Shabbos, it should be done a little different. It should, be all, it should be done the same way we do it during the week. Time to learn the Nebrais, Bishamay Yomer, Bishamay says, Bishabbos, Bivata Belibai. On Shabbos, he can be Bivata and Nether Belibai in his heart. Meaning, she made a Nether, I'm not going to eat meat. He picks up a piece of meat and he says to her, Sweetheart, here, take this piece of meat. And in his heart, he's nullifying her vow by handing her the meat. So he's doing a Misa, showing that he doesn't want that vow. And in his heart, without saying it directly, but in his heart, he's removing it. That's that's okay. But during the week, you have to speak it out. Bishol says, Either way, you can be mevatel, a husband mevatel his wife's under in his heart. And it does not need to be expressed. It does not need to be articulated in his speech. He could just tell his wife, go take the meat. Okay. Amr says, If you have a chacham, who says to the wife, I'm removing your vow. And he says it the same way that a husband would remove the vow. Where you have a husband who said it in expression of a chacham. Now the Ran here explains, a husband would say, I want the vow removed. And a chacham would say, it's mutterlach. It's permitted to you. Similar to what we do on Erev Rosh Hashanah, right? We show up to, to remove our vows. And what does the convening Bezdin say? Mutterlach, mutterlach, mutterlach. That's what a chacham generally says. A husband doesn't say mutterlach. A husband says, I'm removing your vow. So Rabbi Echanan says, if you have a chacham who said, I'm removing your vow, or a husband who says, mutterlach, 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 layam or klum. It's not considered a removal of vow. Detani, how do we know this? How do we know that each one has its own unique way of removing it? Tani, we learned this is the matter matir. The chacham removes the vow. The ain bal matir, but the the bal, the husband does not uproot and nullify the vow. Meaning, a husband, as we learned, can only be mefer another. He can only remove a vow from here on forth. But a chacham is going to go find an opening and remove a vow retroactively, move it from the beginning. Ditanya, again, Ditanya Zao Dabar, HaChacham Matir, Veina Baal Matir, Sheyachol, I would think, Uma HaChacham Shein Meifir, If HaChacham cannot be Meifir Aneder, Matir, he can retroactively uproot it, even though he can't do it, Mikanu Lahab, but he can retroactively, Baal Shemeifir, a husband, who could nullify a vow, I'm sorry, who could be Meifir Aneder, Einoidin Shematir, how much more so should he be able to remove something retroactively and take apart the vow from the beginning, Talmud Leimar, Shtetan Taira, top of, top of Ayin Ches, Zehadavar. This is the matter, which means Chacham Matir, only a Chacham can remove something retroactively, the Inbal Matir, but a, a, a husband only does nullification. Tanya Idach, we learned another Brisa similarly, Zehadavar, Baal Mefir, Vein Chacham Mefir, only a Baal can, can uh, remove a vow, can do a Fara, a Chacham needs to, re, needs to remove retroactively. Shayachal, um, I would think, Uma Baal Shein Matir, just like by the husband who could not remove the vow, Mayfair, he could do Afara, Chacham Shamatir, in Adin Shamayfair. Again, the same Bryce with the other way, Talmud Laimar, 
Talmud Leimar, Zehadavar, comes along, the tire to say, Zehadavar, this is the matter. Each one has their own unique way, the only unique way to do it. The Baal, the husband, does it only strictly in the way of Hafara. The Chacham does it strictly in the way of Hatara, of nullifying it retroactively. Baal Mayfair, the Ein Chacham Mayfair, a Chacham does not have a right to Hafaras Nidarim. Beautiful. We'll hold it here for this evening. Bez Hashem. Tomorrow we will continue on this sugya and uh, focus on uh, the nullification of vows and how it works when it comes to a husband, how it works when it comes to a chacham. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening, everybody.